From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. Police are issuing a warning tonight about a sophisticated global investment or romance scam using virtual currency, commonly known as pig butchering fraud. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports. Police say overseas criminal groups are targeting victims in the Cayman Islands using this sophisticated long-term scam. The criminals lure victims into digital relationships to build trust before convincing them to invest in cryptocurrency platforms. But what the victims don't realize is that the fraudsters control those platforms and will eventually take all the money and vanish. The scams have a couple of key characteristics. They normally take place over a long period of time and combine elements of romance scams in investment schemes, and cryptocurrency fraud. The name, well, police say that refers to fraudsters building a relationship with their victims, metaphorically fattening the pig, if you will, before deceiving them into making investments in fake business ventures, and then the butchering, scamming them out of their money. While anyone can fall victim to this type of scam, the most common victims have been people between the ages of 30 and 60, and authorities have seen victims from all walks of life. Many are highly educated and digitally savvy, but have nonetheless less fallen for the scam. Investigators from the Cayman Islands Bureau of Financial Investigation say they've received over a dozen reports from Cayman Islands residents and about 100 worldwide victims coming through to CIBFI because their virtual currency firms domiciled here. The amounts lost? Anywhere from $50 CI to a million. And the Bureau suspects there are more victims who just haven't come forward yet. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Government is looking to set up a comprehensive regime for preventing the introduction and spread of plant pests in the Cayman Islands with the introduction of the Plant Protection Bill 2023. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. The bill, if passed into law, will repeal and replace the Plants Importation and Exportation Act 1997 revision with the goal of clamping down on plant pests. It will also protect local plant resources and facilitate trade in plants and plant products. The bill does this by setting a system of permits for imports, exports, and transits of plants, plant products, and other regulated articles, creating powers that can be exercised in the event of pest outbreaks and other phytosanitary emergencies, and establishing an administrative and enforcement structure. One of the things it will do is set up a national plant protection organization actually required under the International Plant Protection Convention. The Department of Agriculture will be responsible for the NPPO. Under the law, there will be phytosanitary inspectors who will be responsible for enforcing the law. Part 3 covers the control of imports, which will prohibit a person from importing a plant or plant product without an import permit and a phytosanitary certificate issued by the country of export. There will be provision for exemptions, and exports are also regulated and covered under the bill. Part 5 provides for the control of pests through various forms of declaration. For example, an area can be defined as pest-free or low pest prevalence, and the MPPO can actually prohibit or restrict entry into these areas to preserve it as pest-free or low pest prevalence. They can also declare an area to be provisionally quarantined with phytosanitary measures to be taken and remain in force for seven days. The agriculture minister will also be able to declare a phytosanitary emergency if there is a, quote, grave threat to plant resources or food security as a result of a pest. I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full bill online at gov.ky forward slash gazettes. The Progressive's opposition says the delays on the Regen project negotiations have cost the islands time and money. If the financial close is completed in September, it will be two years late. And this delay has undoubtedly increased the cost and risk to the project. In the arguments on Regen earlier this year with his former deputy, 
The Premier admitted that the project costs would increase significantly to $1.5 billion. That is more than double the expected costs when the Progressive's government signed the project agreement in 2021. Deputy Leader of the Opposition Joey Hughes cites concerns about the risk of the islands running out of usable landfill space before the facility is built and the increased costs, alleging the Premier didn't push hard enough to get the project over the line on time. The PAC government's failure to complete the financial close by September 2021 meant that the 2021 project agreement terms had to be renegotiated including the $670 million contract price previously agreed. The 2021 project agreement gave this country price certainty. No excuses by the Premier will hide that the reason for this dramatic cost increase is the delays that the PAC has caused and the renegotiations of previously agreed contract items. The Regen project is a public-private sector partnership with DART and the Cayman Islands government. It includes a waste-to-energy plant and recycling facilities that will form a sustainable, integrated solid waste management system for the Cayman Islands. Acting Postmaster General Melissa Martinez Ebanks and Mails Manager Henry McField of the Cayman Islands Postal Service are set to participate in the Electronic Advance Data, Customs Declaration System, and Postal Security Training Workshop. During the workshop, members from the Caribbean Postal Union and the Postal Union of the Americas, Spain and Portugal, will discuss a range of topics including disaster recovery management programs. The training is being held this week in Miami, Florida through August 11th. In other local news, leading global developer and operator of advanced water supply and treatment plants, Consolidated Water Company, will get their moment of ringing the iconic bell at NASDAQ market site in celebration of its 50th anniversary. More now from Radio Cayman's Paula Cow. The iconic ringing of the NASDAQ opening bell represents an enormous opportunity to showcase a company and celebrate its achievements and milestones before a global audience. The event will commemorate the company's founding in the Cayman Islands in August 1973 by a group of visionary Caymanian and international investors and 50 years of world-class water treatment services the company has provided to the communities and clients it serves. Consolidated Water Company Limited will ring the bell on Monday, August 14th, starting 9 a.m. Eastern Time with the online stream, presenting a view of the NASDAQ Tower with the Consolidated Water logo and trading symbol on display until the ceremony begins at approximately 9.22 a.m. Consolidated Water's chairman of the board, Will Pugande, will speak during the ceremony. He will be joined by other members of the Consolidated Water team and ring the opening bell at 9.30 a.m. From its beginning, Consolidated Water has pursued a mission to provide state-of-the-art water services to areas of the world where the supply of potable water is scarce. The company's dedicated team of engineers, builders and operators have long recognized that fresh water is the most precious resource in the world. Today, the company produces more than 25 million gallons of potable water daily from its 11 seawater desalination plants and operates 27 wastewater treatment facilities. Last month, Consolidated Water announced it's entered the U.S. desalination market with a $204 million contract to design, build, operate, and maintain a seawater desalination plant in Hawaii. Since 1998, it has shared its success with its shareholders with a significant quarterly dividend. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. A new shark has been spotted in local waters. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more with the Department of Environment's Dr. Joanna Kohler. 
The team of DOE researchers has made a new shark discovery. Deep sea cameras spotted one of the smallest sharks known to man three times around Grand Cayman during deep sea exploration. It's called a blurred lantern shark. It's a tiny little shark, pitch black, black dog, except for his teeth that are white. And so you just see the smile when it swims around because obviously the water is dark too. So you just right. see this little smile. Lantern sharks get their name from their photophores that they have all over their body, which produce light, glowing a little bit in the dark and it's the cutest little thing we didn't know we had them in Cayman we in fact didn't even know as a scientific community to that they are in the Caribbean so it's the first record for Cayman and Caribbean wide. DOE officials say they ask fishermen who may accidentally catch a shark to cut the line and release them but what if you're diving or swimming and encounter a shark? Dr. Kohler says there's no need to be afraid and this is what you should do. When you are a swimmer or a diver um, in the water and you see a shark. I mean, if you're uncomfortable, get out. It's their habitat. We are just visitors, really. Yeah. The sharks are more abundant in areas where there is less human activity. So on Seven Mile Beach, where there is so much human involved activity, where we have the jet skis, we have the divers, we have the cruise ships, we have all the swimmers in there. So there's so much hassle going on. Yeah. The, the sharks are not going to show up on the beach. They hang out where it's less human disturbance mm -hmm. and more prey, obviously, because they're predators. If you are lucky, if you see one, <laughs> And I'm sure all the divers, they always highlight it in their, their dive logs when they see a shark. But if you are uncomfortable, get out of the water. Um, but there's no need to fear sharks. They're fish eaters. They're, we are mammals, essentially. Um, so they're not, we are not on their menu. And um, if you are comfortable snorkeling and there's a shark showing up, just enjoy it and it will go on its merry way. Yeah. <laughs> there are 17 known species of sharks recorded in the Cayman Islands since 2008, and they have been on the protected list since 2015 under the National Conservation Act. The Department of Environment's Deep Sea Project has involved uh, experts and overseas and local students. We invite you to join us on News Brief Monday to find out more about the Deep Sea Cayman Project and the 17 species of sharks recorded in shallow and coastal waters. Now, if you'd like to find out more about the Department of Environment itself and the work that they do, you can go online to their website, doe.ky. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.